the program. I am your host, Kyle Halira, and we have today the usual suspects. We have Alexis Soto. Hey, guys. Peter Martinez. Anyway, we have Alexis Moreno here. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm Alexis. And all of us Hello. are on the same page in terms of this show that's getting so much hype, you know, and overrated. You know, oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, anyway, so guys, Game of Thrones is just this huge, massive thing. I mean, right now they have a whole freaking floor called the Hall of Faces right now going on in San Diego at the at the Comic Con event that's going on. Uh, and they had a panel and uh, and it's just this whole entire, you know, community event. So we're gonna go first talk about Game of Thrones. We're just gonna go in off the cuff. We're just gonna discuss our favorite moments, what we like about it, fan theories and all that stuff. And then we're going to get into what's happening, hot stuff. We're going to get into uh, winter has barely come. Uh, and uh, and uh, have we found Dory in the domestic box office. And uh, a certain Cape Crusader is uh, is going on an adventure in the PC and whatever you play world with Telltale. So we'll get on with that later. Right now, it's Red Spotlight 28, a podcast of ice and fire. So, guys, let's get on to Red Spotlight number 28. That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Guys, Game of Thrones. If I like to venture an opinion here, uh, just so we can be very clear, that Kyle and I only just recently saw this. Yes. didn't watch all six seasons, yes. but... From what I understand, Peter and Alexis over here have they, uh, they are resident uh, experts. They've had longer history. They've had time to digest this. So I want to giant them. universe. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Only solid, good. Solid entertainment. Solid entertainment. No, this is this is TV at its finest. I think. Yes. Um, Oh no, I thought Arrested Development was TV at its finest. That's the greatest television show ever made. <laughs> but this is still TV at it's, it's It's up there with it. Mm. Arrested Development is still better. Oh, you've never seen it! <laughs> you only make fun of things you've never seen. Um, Until he sees them. Yeah. <laughs> I never made fun of Game of Thrones. That's, uh, did he? I don't know. No, but you were like, eh. You're like, eh. <laughs> I would. Okay. All right. Whatever. Um, I remember watching the first episode. How many? How many seasons? Is it? like seven years, six years, five years? At least six years. Six years, I think, right? Because there are six seasons. I remember watching the first episode, and I was like, "Oh, that was good. That was all right." It was very much just like setting the stage and stuff like that. And the ending of that first episode, I was like, "Oh, when they when they throw out," and it's funny because. That, uh, one of the best things about storytelling is things can't just happen. It has to be like something because this happened and this happens because this happened and this happens. And it's it's a long trail, and that's what Game of Thrones is because <laughs> that kid was pushed out of a tower all the way for, back in episode one for catching uh for catching yeah for catch, catching it. Oh, by the way, for those who haven't seen 
you know, Game of Thrones. This is an entirely spoiler-filled podcast. Did you, um, did you have to say that? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, anyway, uh, our general consensus is we think it's great. Go watch it if you haven't. Anyway, spoilers. Peter, go on. And what you see is from that first episode, because that happened, something that, you know happens in the second episode, which causes this yeah. happen, this and it just escalates into where we are now in this giant war for Although Westeros. technically speaking, the, re- I, I know the beginning uh, was Littlefinger. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He set up I the dance. So. Uh, like, I feel like he's hmm. behind everything. Like, <laughs> he he kind of seemed to go see them having sex. and yeah, It turns out it was him. <laughs> it was me this whole entire time. At the end, I kind of feel he lost control somewhat of what he was doing. Oh, heck yeah. But, I mean, we have to. because like, he had the hots for Sansa. I, he did set the whole yeah, thing up. He, didn't he have the? the yeah, he had the hots for the mother first, yeah. didn't he? Like he wanted her. Like he's like, "You're kind of dead, so I guess I'll get your daughter." Which I mean, that's what Captain. She's a true elf. <laughs> a mother-eyed little finger. <laughs> I see disdain in your face. I don't agree with that whatsoever. <laughs> what about Captain America? <laughs> no, with Captain America going with um. <laughs> With her in the first place. Oh, sorry, niece. Sharon. <laughs> anyway. Continue. No. Oh, this went off the rails so ahead. fast. <laughs> I, I think I barely got my first point across. <laughs> this is gonna be a long this podcast. This is a new record, guys. No, this is a new record. It, it really is great storytelling, and and one of the things that they always say that's like um, the reason why it's so great. Is because it feels like a very real story for all of its fantasy and for all of that. You and know, that, and the character is in a position in which, in real life, they would die. Yeah. Then they die. Because you know we we love films like something like Indiana Jones, but you know it is it, it's part of the fun. But with it is, the exception of kind of the controversy with uh, with Jon Snow being resurrected. We don't know though. That could lead to something. Usually, it always means. But it's kind of interesting because I, because going back into the series, when they went to that that dupe eye patch that you know gets resurrected, every time that he, every time that he gets resurrected, he loses a part of himself. You know, so I think I think they're gonna play with that a little bit more. I'm surprised they didn't do it immediately. I I, I thought there would have been more. Because he said, because he said uh, when uh, Davros when Davos said, uh, you know, are you? Uh, Yes, I almost call them Davros. All right, the Doctor Who thing, guys. Anyway, so uh, when Davos said, you know, are you, you know, how are you feeling? You know, are you, are you still there? And he said, more or less. You know, so they, they kind of did, in a way, sort of. Hopefully, they explore that more. Maybe. But you just, that that's something I wouldn't exactly critique yet because we haven't really seen how it plays out. Yeah, because and you know with Game of Thrones, you know something that starts in the first episode can you know you won't really get its full effect until like maybe the third season. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's the way the show is, and it, but it does it in a realistic way and a believable way. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, it's a show with about fifty different characters, and you know what? It's yeah, and it's freaking amazing how you know how each and every character that is, you know, in the forefront, you know, especially with that, 
you know, that great ensemble, you know, gets its share. You know, no one feels neglected. Everybody gets their, you know, moment to shine. Like they say, like, there's a, like season five, I like to say, is is the most formulaic Game of Thrones season. You know, you had a uh, first boom, you're going to a. Uh, you know the house of bolton boom you're going to a uh, tyrion's you know little venture to uh to daenerys you know and then boom you have uh you have sansa's story and then boom you have you know all these different things that you know that categorize how well uh every single character gets its you know get their moment to shine you know so i really like that element of it i agree yes 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 <laughs> I uh, Alexis. What's your guys' favorite episode of the first season? The one where Ned dies. Be netted. Be netted. <laughs> if only it was Sansa. Stop I saying that. So, uh, okay, I want it clear on this podcast. All right, what is your fucking hate with Sansa? Because she's the worst. Why is she the worst? Everything bad happens because of her. She's just an innocent bystander, she sir. She's not an innocent. She, saved. she let a lot of people die first. Okay, first off, if they were there to begin with, the the Knights of whatever. Um, yes, if the Knights of Ren. Um, anyway, so if they were there in the beginning, they would have shared the same fate as the rest of the That's Night Watchers. Are you sure? Yes, they have lightsabers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My point is, okay. Oh, especially like in the first episode. She was like that. She, oh, yeah, she, she was like that spoiled she daughter. She and she's like, oh, Joffrey. Oh. She grows as a character. She and grow, she was she was ignorant at first. All right. She was she thought that I mean, oh, I so I'm going to be asked to say she was ignorant. That's what she was raised to Good. believe. You have to understand. This is what royalty children are raised to have to want and that she you know, sister. she fell for him. Because she was little. Exactly, and she was She was unprestionistic. She How could anyone in her position understand exactly Apologists, what she was signing up for? Joffrey is a monster. How exactly. could she have known that just by seeing we should have cha- we should have I should have changed okay, the name of the podcast. Do you see Ramsey? Was Ramsey a monster just by seeing him? No, he was actually kind of a gentleman when you first saw him in the first no, season. Look, you cannot judge someone based on how they look like and how they actually are. Girl. She did not. Okay, remember in the scene when they they, they talked to Grandma Tyrell? Yes. Remember that? Lady and Elena. she was and she was like, "Lay it down on me, girl." And she's like, "Joffrey's a monster." And she's like, "Okay, say no more." They no more, and she was like, "Please don't stop the wedding. Don't let him know that I said this and all that." She knows, she fucking knows, but she was, she's trapped in a fucking sit. You know, because of her herself. You have to understand this. From the moment that her father was killed, it took she, her dad dying for her to wake up. Well, I mean, look, she was trying to save him. I don't think she was stupid. By the she end did of what it. she was told because she was told that it would save her father's life if he had agreed to the lie that they were selling. That's See, why she went if she along had with woke it. Up before that, her dad wouldn't be dead. Not even Cersei saw that coming. Cersei probably loved it. Yeah, Cersei I fucking loved. Think she, she loved it. I no. think Cersei. I think Cersei was wanting that to happen. No, no yeah. one wanted it to happen besides Joffrey. 
Did I see that scene differently? No. Didn't you? She okay when when uh when she ripped up uh Robert Baratheon. When she ripped up uh Robert Baratheon's uh note, remember that? Remember that? Yeah. She, when she tore it up, she basically gave him the death sentence no, no, right she, there. Of course she wanted him dead, but in this circumstance, it would have served them better to have kept them alive. And that's why everybody protested when Joffrey made that freak decision. You saw that in everybody's uh, faces. So, okay, no. we, we have a TV right here. You want to play the clip? Play the clip. <laughs> they wanted him dead. They got what they wanted. Okay, moving on, guys. What do we think of the Queen of Dragons? I think she is better than Sansa. Okay, that, that, that. that I think she no. is uh, the main character, and if she doesn't get the throne, I will Rob riot. is going to get the throne. Rob is dead, asshole. <laughs> Who even cared about Rob to begin with? I know I saw that already. I never liked him, to tell you the truth. I didn't care much for him. I was actually kind of happy when he died. So, That's, I, I'm actually kind of BSing with you. It was kind of sad, that whole sequence that happened. Uh, the red wedding, man. The I think red wedding it, and the after, purple wedding. To me, to me, I fell in love with the show at that episode, you know, at the end of that episode. You're like, a sick fuck. No. <laughs> hear me out, because it... It was the twist that I never saw coming, you know, and most twists, I kind of see where things are going, but with the, you know, when everything was running a little smoothly than usual, I was like, wait, what? And then the doors closed and I was like, no, no. And then, uh, and then, uh, it showed, uh, Roos Bolton, you know, like with the, with the chain, uh, with the chain outfit. And then I saw their fate sealed, and I'm like, "This shit!" And then they freaking, you know, freaking stabbing the babies, you know. The, the first death after Ned, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think it. Then, like the battle of the Blackwater, so like, mm-hmm. and then when they killed the other guy, like I didn't really care. Yeah, I did. Like there was nothing. You know, I mean, it was a really cool battle to see, uh, but nothing substantial happened. You nothing know, other than, substantial happened. I, I mean, Tyrion other, proved to be a badass. He I, saved King's Landing besides, from burning to the ground. Besides, nothing substantial. Besides happened? character, we we already knew that he was a badass. Yes, but this we actually got to see him in actual combat, and we got to see his character grow even more than we thought could possibly happen. Yeah, but no one Don't died. shortchange. Okay. Oh, oh, shortchange. Right. Ah! <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he's a small person. Shortchange. Oh, my God. Okay. I was trying to make the worst joke possible. <laughs> okay, but um, I understand what they're saying. Because they're saying it was the most shocking and most... Um, well, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one disputes that. Yeah, well, it's not like, shocking. It wasn't well, shocking yeah, yeah. that Tyrion was a badass, but it was shocking that all. I think the, it was so you know. shocking is because of how heavily invested people were in the war. Yeah, and that sequence kind of pretty much blew up the show and set it on a new course because at that point it had become about the war, and then after that it really just became about everybody's individual journeys. And then yeah, Caitlyn, yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she was great. That was a surprise because she was a main like presence on that show, and she kind of she 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 kind of had this morale uh, grounding. She was like Cersei 
like the nice version of a nice version of cersei yeah yeah she she was uh she was mean to Jon snow oh yeah but we can forgive that well she had that scene where she was regretful of that but it kind of sucks because he's gonna be the king at the end if only sit on the throne so it's like now she's a now she's an asshole aunt to john but oh well speaking of john how what do how do we think of john johnson is great I think at first I wasn't really caring much about him. It took a it took a while to get that story. You know nothing. But when it gets going, you become so invested in his character to the point that where we're at now, they killed him and they brought him back. I mean, that pretty much shows you how popular that character is. When they kill off a character and they bring him back, I think that was already planned, though. Oh yeah. But I, what you said, I, I really like because it's like in the beginning, I remember like John Snow. Who cares? He was fine. He, he was, was fine. He was the definition of a side character. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I love. That's why when you and now he's forefront, man. After, that's what's great about it. Egret came mm-hmm. into the picture. That's when they started caring. Yeah, we there. When like basically at this point, their chemistry is on fire. I know they're going out in real life. Uh, it's cool. I think it's John Snow who's the main character. When you're basically your main character is mm-hmm. like you you don't even realize you're seeing his evolution throughout the entire show because mm. you see these people you think are the main characters come and go and you're like oh but you've been with this journey he's been doing the hero's journey the entire time yeah in this show so it's 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 really cool to see that evolution from the beginning and then to now yeah it is cool yeah I I, I was I I love his how how uh you know how deep rooted his history is you know especially with that reveal in the in the sixth season finale oh, yeah. with uh finding out that liana is his mom and Rhaegar is his uh is his dad i just i i you know i just love the rich history that he has and you know just everything that he's gone through i mean yeah he was the hero at first and now he's kind of leaning towards you know he's on that fine balance of hero anti-hero kind of thing especially with you know siding with the wildlings and all that so i, I really that being an anti-hero was siding with the wildlings well no it's like it's like you know he's he, he's like a badass you know okay. he's, he's like a badass badass you know kind I of thing use the word anti-hero mm. because um who would i and I, I i wouldn't even say Tyrion is is an anti-hero who 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 would the game would you consider an anti-hero would you consider maybe, maybe, maybe Cersei when it when it came to uh, her dealing with all the uh, religious fanatics because she she's very much a bad person but you're rooting for her in her quest to like defeat them that that's more what I would consider like an anti-hero John I felt was he's that's what's sort of great about him he always was very he always he very really blah you know you yeah, know nothing kind of, John Snow like, what's going on guys <laughs> He's still kind of that way now, <laughs> but like you see his evolution, like he becomes that hero. Yeah. And that and the the wildings though, it's almost he, the reason why. So he, he's like Hercules. A little bit, yeah. He's. I mean, he basically has the you know. He is destined to be the king of the gods, you know. The Disney version, not not the you know mythological one. Uh. I'm talking about the most known version. <laughs> Debatable. Um, <laughs> like his dealing with the Wildings, that I, I'd see it as more as heroic because he's bringing two people who've been at war forever, sort of together, to to fight a truly evil threat, which is like the undead. So that that's more of a heroic thing. 
than more of a to me anti-hero thing like i said i would see more of a cersei at times being like an anti-hero speaking of cersei let's keep up with the lannisters to me uh, for the longest time the show what made the show for me was the lannisters especially in the fourth season i think i I would have to say that that was my favorite season just because of that whole family is so messed up um but watching them screw each other over is very entertaining yes (laughs) um they're lannisters exactly (laughs) kyle gets it Tywin is great. Um, and Jamie, uh, we'll get to him right now, but Cersei, I think for the most part, um, yeah, for the most Fuck the series, boy, Jamie. she's just a, a bitch. I love her. But <laughs> I will say, she's a cool bitch. At the end, I loved her. I loved her. I mean, who didn't love that sequence? Where she blew up those people in a raging fire. I when mean, she went, you know, after she did the uh, walk of atonement, and then she got finally got a, uh, got a, uh, got her comeuppance on a uh, on a uh, that nun character, yes, that and then she was like shame, shame. 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 That was great. Confess. It's like I I was um I was so inspired. I gotta tell you, I mean, inspired. that whole situation. It's like it just. I can only hope to do one of those things one, one time. I mean, it was just Guys, be terrified of Alexis. Executed. It was so Godfather-esque. The score attached. Yes. To it, all the different you know, characters going this way and that way. It was... That whole sequence, I have to say, is a masterpiece and just an example of the many of the show that why this show is regarded as television excellence. Before I forget, Raman Dijwadi is an amazing composer i mean some of the moments that i found really really uh stand worthy was uh there's a track called the children um there's another one uh the tower when uh when uh ned went into the tower to go see his sister that was a really a powerful and the theme the theme it just you 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 can't get it out of your head you know guys (laughs) guys anyway so Queen of Dragons. We didn't touch on the Queen of Dragons. What did you think of her arc throughout Khaleesi. these six seasons? Finally got good. I liked her in the first season. Shade. I liked her in the first season, and then I actually liked her now. You didn't like her in between? It was like the For the longest thing. time, it did kind of feel like she was. It was kind of like winter. Like it's like, oh, it's coming, guys! It's yeah. coming! Like, like her her story kind of felt like that. It's like, oh, she's 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 doing stuff, guys! She's doing stuff, and it was it was very slow. It, her rise. With the dragon, so, like, it was great. When she, it was like one episode of the entire. I really liked her, like taking over all these, you know, different kingdoms and, you know, making them their her allies. She kind of did that all in, like in the last season, though. Um, she keeps doing it, but here's the but when the, when she was captured. When she was captured, it kind of like everything to a halt. But the Dothraki, you know, yeah, you did, but not really. I mean, she was captured, but at the end of it, she gained more forces—the number she needed to cross to go to um, Westeros. Huh. 
I mean, it may have felt in the moment. I just feel that um, based on what we've seen from her, she has she has a moral compass for sure, but she has a a knack or maybe even a talent. She has something in her that is just a natural born leader. She yeah. inspires something in, exactly. Um, Rastafarian. Target. Right, right. No, but she realizes but that though. Jon Snow has the best of both. <laughs> Jon Snow has nothing. A Stark and a Targaryen. That's true. Yeah, but Jon Snow is ill fit to the lead. Best of both worlds. Ill fit to lead. What does he know about politics? What does she know about politics? She has Tyrion. So he could have Tyrion. They can get married. No. Yeah, they can get married. I want them to get married. They'll make beautiful babies. I'm not gonna lie. They'll oh, make beautiful I was babies. About Jon Snow and Tyrion. Oh, oh. Well, that can't happen because oh. they. Oh. oh. Why can't that not happen? A Targaryen, you so can't make a baby cool. with you. <gasps> what if they get married? What? Tyrion and Ned. I like their relationship. I think they have great chemistry. Will that happen? Oh, I don't know. No. Speaking of Tyrion. Guys, let's talk about the best character. It's gonna take Rob. us all fucking day to get through all these characters. You know that, right? This yeah. Like well, we'll talk about the. We'll talk about the. Tyrion Lannister is uh, pretty much one of the sole reasons I watch. He was like the sole reason I think a lot of people watched in the first couple of seasons. Yeah. Well, definitely the, by the second season. Key moments of Tyrion. Blackwater. Oh my god! Yes, yes, yes! When he uh, bitch slapped Joffrey. Yes! All those times that he bitch slapped him. I, I really like that. He's like, well, well, I can't remember the quote, but he's like, I am a king. And then like he hits him and he's like, and I have struck a king. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, he wouldn't take his shit. That's why I did love him. I think that's why a lot of people loved him because everyone hated Joffrey and he was the only one who would not take his shit <laughs> and, and get away with it yeah and he would get away with it oh yeah he, he, he's, a, he's a smooth talker he's able to talk his way out of things and that's what's great because he's someone where like if it were any other fantasy story it's it's, it's a little bit of Shrek um he would be like a side funny character and da 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 oh. Prince Charming does look like Jamie Lannister he does <laughs> it's, it's a little uncanny um, <laughs> but you know but he they, they, they really show like because oh he's he's a uh, he's a dwarf and da 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 like oh he'd be a side funny character da 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 but he's not you know he really sh- he showed a character who was he realized he was born um, into a world where he would be judged a lot because of the way he is and yeah. he used that to his advantage he didn't learn how to fight he learned how to smooth talk you know how to talk his way out of things and control yeah. people and it kind of um informs his character and it's the reason why he's just so badass and even because he was mm. dealt um a bad hand for living in this kind of world because that's a very it's a bad world to live in if you're different yeah. Yeah, Westeros it's 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 it's, it's not it's, friendly. It's not a friendly world. But um he's all, he's still able to keep sort of his moral compass mm-hmm. for the most part, you know? Yeah. So I, I that's why that's what's so appealing uh, about him to me. And he's and he loves uh hookers. <laughs> you know what? Fuck. <laughs> it, uh, 
I was uh, I there there was something you know preventing me from hating Tuin. Uh, whatever. Uh, full. So. Yeah, why'd you look at him? Why didn't you look at her and do that? Yeah, she was the one that said it more forcefully. So. But you're Alexis, though. So is she. So is she. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Your argument is invalid. Wait, and I like Tyrion. Tyrion, <laughs> you monster! Tyrion. You have no right to. Speak. <laughs> no, uh, Tyrion's relationship with. Um, with Shay. No. Bronn. No. Podrick. Oh, the other guy, yeah. No, the bald guy. Varys. Oh, yeah. Varys. Oh, yeah. Confused with brother. No, Varys and, and, Ty- and Tyrion are great together. Yes. Yes. The game of Thrones is just a game of chess between him and uh, Littlefinger. Yeah. <laughs> but Varys has an actual conscience, though. Yeah. I, I mean. I know, but he, he's doing the same know. shit, though. We actually don't He's still know. moving things around. No, but uh, come on. I think he's pre- he's doing things for the good of Westeros. I think that's pretty clear. Where it was so badass. Now he's on a now he's on a Daenerys' side. Yeah, you know, just seeing just seeing him. Tyrion. Yeah. yeah. Well, because of Jorah, Jorah just, was spying for Varys. Yeah. Just knowing that uh that uh the House of Tyrell, um, uh, the the Sand People, the Sand um, People. Uh, I don't know what they are. Sand snakes. The sand snakes. Uh, Thank you. Sand the sand people. references. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a Star Wars reference. Dorn. Uh, Dorn, yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, we have Theont, the Greyjoys. You know. yeah. Oh, my God. That was... I cried. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That was the best scene. Um, I feel, you know, even though he was a douche... You know, in the beginning... He didn't deserve I, what he got. Yeah. He didn't. I mean, nobody deserves that. No guy deserves what he got. That and oh, Liv. they cut off his... Um... Unikey. Snip, snip. Um, but he did... He was a traitor. He really was. Well, yes. then kill him. Don't do <laughs> that. I mean... It, but you could tell that, like, that killed his soul. It really Like, did. after that, like, he, he, to be, like, he and, changed. Like, it. He changed his entire demeanor. He was just, he became, like, a little killer. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. okay, the moment that I felt like, you know, the moment that I felt like, like, like there, there's a lot of moments, but a moment that I really feel like the old, you know, Theon is gone is, uh, you know, this is like Lord of the Rings where you need to take, like, like a uh, English pronunciation class to to take it. Anyway, of the four of us here, you running. Of the four of us, you are the English. Major. I am running. You are the English on major. three hours of sleep. You are self-described grammar nuts. I am running on three hours of sleep, sir. Anyway, so carrying on. You're running. Yes, for president, Kyle, twenty twenty. Anyway, I will not vote for you. Neither would I. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Can't even get his Game of Thrones names right. Why would I vote for him? Anyway. No, no, but Kyle's about Theon. Yeah, he just Theon, the moment, a little dog. But the moment that I, like, that I felt really bad for him was, you know, I want, because uh, when it, when his sister, I don't know what his sister's name is, when and I won't, and I, and I won't even, yeah. I won't even dare uh, say her name, um... But when when they were at that uh, when they're in that prostitution bar, you know, and there there was a bunch of you know naked girls. Usually, you know, the old 
the old Theon. I feel bad for him there. Why not? Wait, because, you know, because usually Theon would be, you know, happier than a pig and shit, you know, but just the fact that, you know, he was just keeping to the corner. I the sister side. I was like, hey, like, you need to stop. <laughs> you, like, you're gone. You're free. Well, Chill I, out. Hot, wait, well. The part that I felt bad is when I thought You don't crazy. understand. You're not a male. I'm not. I'm, but still, like, no, the part where I felt bad for him was when um, mm. uh, his sister went to go capture him, and he wouldn't go because he was just so far gone, and she was just like, "You need that, to leave!" Like, what? You that's one of the funniest things about the show. There's there's people on the show that like when it starts, you're like, "Oh, you like them," and then they become complete assholes, and I'm like. You go back to liking them. Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. He when he started out, he he was like the douche, most douche. typical villain douche ever. Yeah. Like a like just... Prince Charming. Yeah, but I mean, basically. look that season three storyline with Lady Brienne changed the whole game. Changed the whole game, and he's a changed person. And we have to really. I don't know. He had to lose a hand for him. it, but well, I mean. And he when he teams up with Braun and everything, yeah. and it's just like by the time he gets back, I like the, I love their broship. Yeah, great. Uh, no, we, we all do. Um, they're great together. But by the time he gets back to see Cersei get the throne, mm-hmm. he has it's like something. He's totally gonna kill her. Yeah, and I can't wait. Like, <laughs> okay. Oh God! I kind of feel like Cersei's at the point where she'll kill him before he even has the chance. Yeah, cause cause she's like, I got me. I'm gonna do me. <laughs> I don't no, need no man. <laughs> I don't need no brother. <laughs> at this point, she's like, yeah, she's gone. She's like, screw the world. I'm gonna rule it and burn it. <laughs> it's just like. But but a part of you is kind of like rooting for her just because it's like are okay is it a ship uh, like I I don't do this you guys are the shippers here mm-hmm. is there a ship for Lady Brienne and and Jamie no. is that an actual thing? no I actually you know I actually I want the um because I saw that he was turning like into a decent person I, I think he, I he feels so something I like for no her. I ship yeah, I ship totally I ship uh, Brienne Tarth with no, uh, with no. that. No. With that, uh, no. you, know, you know what I'm thinking of, right? No. With Patrick, no, with, with the, Tommen. with Tommen. Tommen, the wild, with with the with the wildling, uh, he with gave the wild, that smile, just 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 that, you just that. I like Jamie and Brienne. I like Jamie and Brienne a lot. Though. I got more of a friendship vibe. Nah. I don't know. She totally is into him. I think she is into him. Well, he's like... Prince, goddamn charming. <laughs> I'm into him. What are you talking about? <laughs> But it's, it's, yeah, it's a face carved by angels. See that? See now, uh, prediction time. Is, uh, uh, what's her name? Is probably gonna kill him, Cersei, and then she's gonna be like, "You killed my, my, my." I loved him, and then she's gonna like stab her in the face. Nah. Okay. Anyway, go on. I know. That's why. She'll 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 make her challenge the mountain. <laughs> Oh, that'd be horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that part where he uh-huh. smashed the guy's head into the wall? No, yeah. people actually people ship, ship, uh, uh, before we get into that. The um, mountain in Sir Hoodie? Ew. <laughs> That's like, ew. No. Um, <laughs> what? What do we feel of, uh, uh, Jorah? Ugh. He's such a drag. Really? A drag. <laughs> 
You just felt sorry for the dude. Like, you're never gonna get that. You're old. Hey, no. hey. Let him dream. No. Just being Wait. mean. <laughs> As okay. a character, you don't like him? No. Okay. Someone's being a hater. <laughs> There's an actual ship. I know. Oh my god. There's a, liter- a literally a ship. <laughs> okay, like I'm uneducated. Who's Jorah? Jorah, the guy that got um the scale thingy that loved Danny. Oh, Mr. Friendzone. Yeah. He's never gonna get her. <laughs> He's, He's Mr. Friendzone. Dead by now. But we don't know that. I know. But we don't know that. We are. We okay. Did you guys care for um? Huh. Uh, I like I like I liked his I like little him. story. Yeah, that he was with the with the like Christian like commune. I really like that. Jorah was better. Anyway, yeah, yeah, a lot better. Like I don't know. Why I liked could... I like I I didn't really care for him coming back, but I liked uh, the things that he did. Is it weird that Francis from Deadpool was there for like two seconds and then they cast him like differently? Did they? Why did they fire him? I, I think he quit. I'm not sure. I you mean uh, I read what's a, his name? Interview and he's just like, no, I just didn't ask. Oh me really? That. Yeah. Oh, well, what character was he? Um, the one that was the guy who was uh, the guy who has been fucking uh, uh, Daenerys. Yeah, your Dario. girl. Dario, Dario, yeah, your girl. And it's funny. Him, I don't like at all. Really? No. Why? Jorah's a lot better than Dario. Dario was a drag. Seriously, okay. I'm I just glad Jorah when... was a drag. Uh-uh. Like but Dario. he was... Jorah uh-uh. was, was always like... Jorah was ever in the beginning. Yeah, but he was always like, please love me. Yeah. Oh, no, fuck you. That's not what was happening from the beginning. Yeah. There was, more, ca- okay. there was hints it's of It's not just that. No. Beginning. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's not just He's that. Like, I'll follow you anywhere, madam. <laughs> Look, Danny cares for him a lot. I think that's pretty clear. She, no, she, she gave, cares for a lot of guys. No, she gave that speech like, you know, I can't get rid of you. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, do what you got to do and just come back, you know, because she knows that he's too determined, you know, to be with her and all that shit that she's not. <laughs> but she's but she's someone she's like, yeah, like obviously a lot of guys would be infatuated with her. She's all that power beautiful girl but it's like she she's she's obviously someone who's like she'll keep everyone at an arm's length because she's she views herself like i gotta be queen you know i can't uh she even the last episode they even pretty much come out and say it like anyone close to her that she loved would be a liability that's she left Dario behind yeah that's why she left but then she didn't really love no she didn't because she said they're friends with Benny's. She cares more. Yeah, but but look. Yeah. But she does. I think she cares about Dario too, but she didn't love him. Yeah. She said she didn't feel anything. But toward if him. if she truly didn't care about him, she wouldn't. She wouldn't care if he died. Like she. Okay, no, that, that's a bit far. She does care about him, yeah. but she also needs him to stay behind. But she never really loved him. I'm guessing the way Dario loved her. Yeah. No, it was definitely unequal. Well, yeah, I'll say that. but she, she, there was. She's. She, I love. Moving on, Kyle. There. There I love the she moment. Didn't say she didn't feel anything. She said very vividly. Her it's actions, like, yeah. I love the moment when, uh, when, when Daenerys named 
Tyrion. Hand of the Queen. Hand of the Queen. That was a great moment. I cried. That was an amazing moment. Tears coming down on my face. That's okay. Okay, Peter. Um, (laughs) Fuck you. Anyway, just that was one of the best moments in the series. Just because you know, fuck you. And it and it and it's testament to see you know how far his character has you know has gone because you know at first you know yeah he was hand of the king but he was like kind of like the substitute teacher kind of thing um so uh and even then the lannisters didn't respect him you know so i just you know just seeing the way that he you know he he went from point a to point b um and it went beautifully and just the fact that daenerys has genuine respect for Tyrion. Tyrion. Um, so I thought that was cool. Uh, Arya. We have not talked about her. She's the good sister. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. If, if I'm, uh, I think, um. I want her and John to get together already. Arya what? And John? John? Like me. Already. Oh, okay. I was what? like. Well. You're making some bad ships right there. Well, come on. <laughs> the people who are siblings are banging. Here's the each thing other. for me. Uh, for the first half of the series, I found Arya's story to be much more compelling and Sansa's to be very just flat. But varies. As, but as we got into the last two seasons, they've reversed. I've I increasingly cared cared less about Arya because the, they wasted two seasons on that whole area, which didn't amount to anything whatsoever. So she was stagnant. But she okay. was stagnant she became a master assassin. Exactly. Yeah, okay, whatever. But Sansa <laughs> oh grew a lot more in that. When she, she when she took out stupid decisions. Okay, cuz we yeah, all Walter Frey was a great moment, but did it really need two seasons to take that? Well, the payoff was great. The evolution. I okay, see. You can easily say that about Danny. Okay. Yeah. Did it really take six seasons for her to cross a stupid ocean? She took way too damn long to cross an ocean. They were talking about crossing that ocean in season one. Like, I'm okay with it being two seasons where Arya was there. And, like, it's just that whole thing was... I wish they would have explained it a lot better. Wait, I gotta defend that. Okay, it took her six seasons because... It it needed six seasons oh, to put no, all the pieces together. No, it needed six seasons to get that payoff you got with Varys and Tyrion and all that armada behind her. Last season. No, no, <laughs> no. I just no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I like Arya's story a lot. I like her. She's a great character. She's one of the highlights. Macy Williams. Amazing. Her and should we mention she got nominated this year for Best uh, Actress? Her scene, like her running scene. Oh my god, I couldn't breathe. Oysters, clams, and cockles. Moving on. Okay, so. I don't know. I liked Arya's story a lot. I mean, Arya was. was nice, you know. It's not. It's not like the end all be all story arc, you know. Of okay, how do we really feel about uh, the fanatics, Jonathan Price, and all I, those people? You know, even though they were the they real militant. heroes of the show. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they created order and stability, Alexis. 
I would think you of all people would admire that. <laughs> I would bet all the money I'll ever make that you didn't enjoy watching them burn to the crisp. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> it, it was just an incredible me off scene. That they had to hmm. capture Marjorie in there. Yeah, oh my god. Oh, that she died. Marjorie is the true MVP and of He like realized it. He realized what was happening, but yeah, he still stood there like huh? Oh my god. Yeah, the entire time. It was like okay, cuz it went on for quite a while and like 5 minutes he's just like yeah. Like, yeah. wait a minute. He's like, make a move, goddammit. Right. Like, come on. Yeah, really honestly, look, if I, fair, though, you know what? Right then, uh, he deserved to die. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, though, from the size of that explosion, it wouldn't have mattered much. But to take Marjorie with them. Go back, go back. He deserved to die a season ago. Don't. <laughs> he deserved. I mean, who? Alexis. What the fuck did Cersei decide to Alexis. arm religious fanatics? Alexis. What? Shame. <laughs> no, I gotta Shame. tell you, like, I was like, I was singing hallelujah when I saw Jonathan oh. Price's skin melt from the bone. That is and then in that green explosion. So I take it he's your most hit. I, I take it you hate him the most. Oh, oh let, let's 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 talk a little about about villains. No, but before okay, that, Marjorie, before that. Marjorie, okay. yeah, Mar Marjorie, Marjorie is the true MVP if of the whole entire really show. If she was really smart, she would have just walked out of there without even telling anybody. Yeah, but uh, but they were kind of her power though. No, she kind of went to like with her brother. Like, if I were her and she saw it coming, right? She saw it coming well in advance. I would have gotten the fuck out as soon as I realized what was going on. Like, screw everybody else. I mean, again, my father, my brother, but I mean, seriously, like, don't tell Jonathan Price. He's stupid as shit. The high sparrow. But, you know, the fucking I, I high think, sparrow. Damn the high sparrow. To me, Marjorie is, you know. By the way, I'm not anti religion. It's just that this storyline really just, uh, you know. Uh, no, no, anyway, you're one to talk. Anyway. You're one to talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a good I'm a good Catholic boy, so I don't know why I <laughs> hang out with these heretics. Heretics, really? Yes. <laughs> really. Okay, continue. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a good Catholic boy too. I just like to fuck on. Uh... You're not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> You're Christian. Shame. I was baptized in the Catholic Church. But you said you were Christian. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I really loved that uh, Marjorie made Joffrey seem less of an asshole. You know, it's when uh, yeah, but she was just playing her own game. So it's like, what does it? Really but it matter? doesn't matter. She made him feel. She made him feel less of an asshole. So I really liked her for that. You know, speaking of Joffrey. I hate Joffrey. But he's oh my god! It's funny because if you ever see the real actor in real life, he's like a really nice guy. He's the he's like one of the nicest he's, guys yeah, he's ever. Like the nicest guy. Like he's just he's just such a good actor. Like oh, when you see him, you just hate him, hate him so much. What? Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Do you agree? Yeah. Would you consider him the worst villain on this show? No. Who? Okay. Ramsey guy, okay. Ramsey Okay, half of us seem to be, uh, you know, on the on the board with this. 
me and Alexis think that Ramsey is the worst villain, and you guys think that that Joffrey is the worst villain. When did I say that? I think I'm alone. I said Ramsey is. I think I'm alone in this. I I like I. First of all, Ramsey, he's just he's just he's just a chapper little. I think you enjoyed what he did to Sansa. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think you enjoyed it. And you give him a pass. Because you know what? In your mind, when he raped her, it was like, yeah, I would have done the same. This this podcast has gotten so dark. What is wrong with me? How how do I even respond to that? I think I should go on with the news. The thing you said is that Sansa is the worst. I should go on with the news. We assume that you enjoyed what she got. Okay, just because I think someone's the worst doesn't mean I think they should be raped. You made that pretty clear earlier. No! You said she deserved everything she got. That's included in everything. You never said except rape. I feel like we are unraveling your psyche, and it's, it's starting to scare me. What's psyche? Exactly. This is the reality here. You didn't say the oh, reality of its psyche. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, I mean somebody's I doing the, the raping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Trump. Let's go on, Peter. What did you? Yeah, Alexis, go you on. Just say things, and I can't. They're just so offensive. I can't respond to them. I enjoy Ramsey because. Um, he he's represents. a good villain. No, he's a good villain because he's he's just one of those villains where he just enjoys being an asshole. He's yeah, like the Joker. But he's the but that's what I'm saying. He's like the one you hate the most. No, the one you hate the most is the what? There, there's the one you can't stand. The one you can't stand. The I most. couldn't stand Ramsey at all. I couldn't. I couldn't stand Joffrey at all. But Ramsey, he's he like I said, he's like the Joker. Where you're like you love him because he's you don't love him, but you like him because he is just so crazily evil. Like he's like. The ultimate evil. Like I would also compare him to something like. But the Joker uh, doesn't have any Emperor. personal ambition, does he? He just does chaos for chaos. I would I would compare it to the Emperor, okay. where he just enjoys being evil. Yeah. Like everything I think is just. Ramsey is the worst villain. He's done worse things. But I just can't stand Joffrey. Joffrey. So I would rather see him die. Yeah. Than Ramsey. No, wait, no. I think they both need to die. But, you, but here's the thing. You, we already got that like a couple of seasons ago. Oh, the Purple Wedding. The Purple Wedding, yeah. But I was, I, like, when I was seeing him choking, like, I like, literally... I felt more satisfaction seeing Joffrey die than Ramsey. I, I honestly, I, I, saw, I got more satisfaction seeing uh, Ramsey die. Because he, he, he was very sadistic, you know? It, and... Whatever you may believe, no, I don't enjoy him, the terrible things. Even to Sansa, even though I don't like her as a character, that's something... There it is, Exhibit A. That's something I would never... That's the worst thing I think you'd ever do to a person. I would... Even the worst person in the world, I would not wish that on. But, um... You know, like, he would skin people alive. He'd cut off certain areas. Yeah. He was just a vile person, and he enjoyed it, you know, and stuff. And to see him go out by getting eaten by his own dogs, you don't, you rarely ever get like, um, karma. It's what he gets. Fuck him for not feeding his dogs. You, you rarely ever get like that perfect sense of karma <laughs> in Game of Thrones. Yeah, true. And you really got it with Ramsey. He went out the way he sent people out. Yeah. So you, you, it, it was way more satisfying. Why is that funny to you? <laughs> 
He's thinking of something else, but I wish that he would not laugh and go okay. on about that. I so, think for anyway. Me, for me, um, just to recap, um, what, would, what would you say is your most heartbreaking moment of the show? I think for a lot of people, they would say the Red Wedding, right? But I think for me, um, one of the things that really stood out, and I can't, I shouldn't say I can't, but they actually went there. I really loved the dynamic and the relationship that Davos had with Shireen. And when they burned her alive, I mean, she was so ready to, like, to help her dad. And then when she realized what it was going to be, and then to see and hear that play out, I'm like, I can't remember anything on TV, like, wrenching me that much. It was just like, this is a little girl, a sweet girl that... One of the best people on the whole show and gets burned at the stake. Yeah. You guys didn't care about that, did you? Oh, someone grew a conscience over here? <laughs> I saw it coming. That's why it wasn't that much of a shock. I saw it coming. It was definitely telegraphed. Yeah, it w- you saw it coming. I mean, there's no secret, but it still was like sad when the hell. Oh, yeah, it was definitely sad. It, 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 I think it was a great example of the the downfall of ambition you know the way like he would do absolutely anything and, it, and he showed that he would do absolutely anything uh, to win yeah and it, it, it was it, I do agree with you it was incredibly heart-wrenching and heartbreaking and it's, it's one of those moments where it's like it's it's hard it's hard to hard to look at it and hard to watch but in in, in on another hand it, it is realistic to yeah. something that would happen and the way ambition does cause people to hurt the people closest to them sometimes in very horrific ways you know it's it's a very uh, sad look at reality in a very fictitious show there's still so Melisandre. There's so many different characters to get to. We haven't gotten to Melisandre. Yeah. Like her? I think she's uh, the she's the red one, right? Mm-hmm. What happened to her demon baby? I can't remember. I don't remember either. Do you, Do you remember what happened to her? Demon she, baby? Just, she just she just she just killed uh she just killed Marjorie's uh brother and I mean uh fiance she fiance. Gave, she gave birth to no, a demon baby. Renly Renly Baratheon. Yeah. What happened to the demon baby? She just, uh, the demon baby just killed, uh, Marjorie's fiance and, and, and that's then... it. I mean, on some strange level, you could consider that the demon baby came to our world and became Donald Trump. <laughs> I think it makes perfect sense. And I don't, and I know all of you would not dispute that. Alexis, I'm, I'm going to get you a shock collar. <laughs> why it's a prevailing why? theory he if you can't why? believe that he Ezra is Snoke why. in Star Wars then why can't I believe this <laughs> I know isn't that stupid you know he the, thinks that Ezra is Snoke you know the holes in your story that's a good theory I wouldn't I'm not gonna lie that's a good theory if you present the evidence there is no evidence they, oh there is evidence there is no okay, evidence okay we're not talking about Star Wars thank you Melisandre, at times she is annoying. Um, I do, I do, I do not want her to take off her little necklace again. 
Um, See, that, that's an inconsistency, though. Because she had her necklace off. Yeah, she and, had her necklace off earlier, and then all of a sudden they try and say the necklace is the reason, but it's like... Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, maybe that's she had maybe she had an show. maybe she had an anklet. We, we can <laughs> a nice anklet. Up, we can make up BS reasons for why it was, but it, it was just a show inconsistency. But that shows that goes to show you that they didn't know where her character was going from the beginning. That they they I don't created. Think know where she's going now? <laughs> oh yeah, they just kind of sent her away. Yeah. They were like, we'll, "We'll we'll call you back if another character needs resurrecting." But. The, the purple lady is gonna come and they're gonna have a bitch fight. Oh snap. But you know what though? It, they, she better not go the way of the demon, demon baby. It's like, oh, they just never heard of her again. Exactly. It's, it's like, I what? Think that makes sense. I was like, so confused. Yeah, I was, I, that still confuses me. But I don't, I don't know. Maybe the demon baby at the end will come back and just be like, I'm a demon baby. I don't know. <laughs> mom. Mom. Mommy. Mom. Mom. The little, the the three-eyed little, raven. The little philosopher. The little prophet. What's the ultimate end game for him? What is exactly the three-eyed he raven? Knows, what does it do? Since he knows everything, he, him, and Sam are probably gonna be the ones to tell everybody what to do and stuff. Yeah, I like Sam's little, little arc. That or he's probably gonna be the one to bring the White Walkers across the wall because they he got touched. We have we've discussed a lot, and we have yet to talk about the White Walkers. Oh, oh my fucking god, they put the Walking Dead to shame. These Shame. Wild. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. We need Goodness. a bell. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Seeing those things in action is just... It's beyond breathtaking. It's almost just terrifying watching that yeah. happen. It, it's, it's almost incredible. Just how they annihilated nearly, like, what, half of the population of the wildlings when they attacked... Like seriously, that sequence was incredible, and it came yeah, out of really fucking was. nowhere. Yeah, it's like the last fifteen minutes of that episode. It's like holy fuck. I prefer that episode over Battle of the Bastards. What? Yeah, that actually was incredible. No, I I agree with that. Not just last episode, but uh-huh. like if I had to choose between like, Battle of the Bastards and that episode. Uh huh. Fuck, what's it called? Home, home, hard home, hard home. I prefer hard home. Cause that one just the whole time I was just like. Shall we get into like favorite episodes? I'm a sucker for brave for a brave heart and uh, and and ground level uh, uh, in the field battles. Um, Battle of Bastards did a lot for me. Um, I think it put Braveheart to shame. If I'm being honest with you, Battle of the Bastards, that whole battle sequence, yeah, it's like Braveheart times ten. And then, and then Sansa and Littlefinger came in and pulled Save an eagle, day. pulled an eagles from a Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. moment. That was good. I really liked, uh, I really liked the uh, Tyrion's trial episode. Mm. I really love that. It was like just the whole speech that he gave at the end. 
was a good. I like the fourth season finale. Love that it. was that was an incredible episode. I mean, just the uh, number one seeing uh, Shay's betrayal was uh, was just heartbreaking because that was the only thing that was kind of keeping him there. Um, and then uh, and then the no- now that uh, and she was uh, t- Tywin's Tywin 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 yeah. It's Tywin. Tywin. Yeah, Tywin's... Uh, Did somebody hit you in the head? Probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. Sleep. That's like... Uh, um, Tywin's... Uh, you know what, guys? Just go on and say... I'll, I'll say it later. Just go on. I'm Think slowing down. Think for me, the, um, the first episode that I really just like, wow. That really wowed me. And it's like, I can call a masterpiece. Was Blackwater. That was the first because it was the first episode of the series to concentrate on one story, and it blew out of the way. Um, Battle of the Bastards, The Winds of Winter, uh, both the Red and Purple Weddings, uh, the season four finale uh, with, uh, with Tyrion killing Tywin. That was just wow. Um, I I think it was a I'm not sure of the episode itself, but it was a badass moment for me anyway. Um, when uh, Danny Tyrion and they're all like there in the arena. And they're getting fucking swarmed. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh shit, they're gonna fucking die. Like for for a minute there's like, you think George's gonna kill her, then he kills the the uh, the people, whatever you know. And then the dragons and, and then everything. Loose. It's like, holy shit, that was a love that arena scene. Um. But I mean, God, there's just so many things though about this show. Like, I really have to say, it's that. It, it's not a matter of a favorite episode. It's more of favorite moments. moments. Yeah, because they're because they're all great, you know. Oh, of course, the when Cersei blew up the whole damn thing. I mean, that was amazing. The finale was. I, no, I give it a, a fucking great ovation. finale. I really love that finale. Yeah. Mine, I think. The, this last finale is my favorite because of everything that was going on. Yeah, yeah. Just like everybody's story, I was. Yeah, it's finally getting going. Yes. And obviously, the whole John thing at Targaryen. Yeah. Was really great. Uh, but Hard Home is like up there also. I love that episode. Yeah, the Wet Walker moments. Yeah. Just amazing. And I also really like the episodes with Tyrion and the dragons. Yeah. Like, like the first time he sees them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great. Yeah. It's because he's... I think so. She has a prevailing theory. I think he's a Targaryen. That's a pretty good theory. Because there's like a prophecy or some shit that says that, you know, three heads of the dragon, you know. So, what's the official prophecy? Because are they going to come together and work together? For sure. They're each going to get their own dragon. Yeah, that's gonna be. There's only one throne. And, and I don't think Tyrion wants a throne. Fuck. No, he doesn't want. Uh, no, he doesn't really. And Danny can take over. The, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that's, that's a Disney, Disney ending. Though. I think <laughs> John can. Getting no Disney <laughs> ending. Yeah, um, John's gonna get the. And throne. then that episode where he like goes in and like. Snoke is an Ezra. Change the dragons or whatever. Oh, he frees them. Yeah, I was, like, freaked out the whole time because I don't like the dragons, 
they're, they, they're, they're scary dragons. Yes. They're fucking terrifying. Because they will murder your ass, like, in seconds. They're not like... Dude, like when they drop that goat. When they dropped that, when uh, Drogon dropped that goat. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> goat dropping. Goat dropping. Goat droppings. Uh, I like. I'll just say this about the show. Um, going into it, I had a prevailing um, feeling that I would end up liking it just by the very nature of it, and the show is. It's because you know why? Because it has twenty six nominations in the Emmys. Well, for your information, it has. Damn, he called you out. For your information, I'm fucking with you. Because you can't count. There's 23 nominations for Game of Thrones. First of all, so far, so far, and I think the irony is on the other foot because it ends up being you who loves this show, and oh wait, it's the most nominated. You who despises these shows and say that these shows are nothing but pretentious uh, products. Call him out once, he gives a speech. Don't throw shit at me, I'll throw it back at you. As I was saying, this show is a literal Game of Thrones. What? Um, exactly. Yeah, what? Yeah, we all know what the show is. Um, but I think what really surprised me, I was not expecting a gigantic cast, and I was even less expecting it, that I would be invested in the grand majority of these characters. The journeys, the arcs, the writing, the acting, the directing, the com- the composition of the music is just outstanding. It is quite possibly the best show television has ever seen. What? No, the development. Well, actually, House of Cards is better. That's just me. Technically speaking, it's the same show. House of Cards and Game of Thrones. <laughs> It's just that Frank Underwood is the antihero and he's the main so focus of that. But in Game of Thrones, you have but dragons though. Yeah, I know shows better. It's it's in the top tier though. It's, it's especially when it comes to um, production value. What do you mean Game of Thrones? Yeah. What because it was better than Game of Thrones? Because at first, because at first it was. Sorry, I don't. At first, it cost four million to make an episode, but now it's six million. But it's it, they've really pushed the boundaries for um, television. What it means to make a cinematic show. Yeah. Think about what a cinema, cinematic show was yeah. ten years ago. But right now, we're living in a golden age of television, and I think yeah. Game of Thrones personifies that more than any other show because uh, it has what? a following. It's in the conversation than more than any other show. I couldn't get away from it. It's like holy fuck! I, I I didn't want to. I mean, yeah, for now. But no show has. But look, look, no show at this point that I've seen has been this big. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Game of Thrones is bigger. Breaking Bad was bigger than Game of Thrones. I uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I I could not get anywhere without some reference of Breaking Bad everywhere. Well, now it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, now it's Game of Thrones. Yeah. but for when at at its peak, Breaking I think it's are we at Game of Thrones' peak though? Because we still got two big seasons to go. And and I feel that this year though was their biggest year yet because everybody was talking about it. I mean, Miss Moreno here. Did Game of Thrones reviews? I think the next time it peaks is when it was is its finale. Pressuring you guys. Oh well, thank you. Thank you. Well, you didn't need to ask Kyle twice. 
Yes, dude, I've been, since I, like, started talking to these guys, I've been telling them to watch it. Did, Did it, it take you that long, Kyle? It kind of takes me a while to watch a show, honestly. Yeah, don't don't bring it up. This is the thing. Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Because I will unload. It took him three fucking years, and he still hasn't even gone through House of Cards. But it's like, he's like, eh, 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 I don't want to watch the show. And then he watches it, and he's like, oh my god. It's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. And then you start referencing the show, and he's like, god damn it, you bitch. We've been telling you fucking ever to watch this show. I feel that's, that's, the, that's the Kyle cycle. I feel so much love in this. <laughs> Remember how long you were podcast. avoiding Daredevil and then you just saw it? I don't know. Oh my, oh my god. god, that show is fucking phenomenal, guys. Have you, you seen it? it? Have like you guys seen it? It took him a whole year to yeah. watch it. It took him a year to watch it. Well, not a year, but. Probably took him longer. Probably him to watch it. Hi. But if anything, Daredevil would be up your alley. It took you a goddamn year to see Daredevil. I love Daredevil. You know what? He saw the pilot. No. He saw the pilot when it premiered. And then didn't pick it up. Hi, guys. But you don't miss an episode of Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. You know what? Doctor Who, you know, I love, you know, right now my favorite doctor is Peter Capaldi just because, you know, as good as Rebels. He, you know, epitomizes. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, He epitomizes everything that is the doctor, just everything like that. Clara, man. Clara is like a great companion. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to Asbill. Yes. Did you care more about Clara Oswald or Ahsoka Tana? Oh my god, Ahsoka Tano. You know, See, there I, it is. Guys, have you seen Rebels and Clone Wars? Like, it is the fucking best. Like, just saying. I mean, yeah. the first two ep- the first two seasons of Clone Wars was kind of eh. But then at third, your nerds. the third was like, you know, Daredevil, man. I mean, the, the Defenders... The Defenders trailer that was fr- freaking, and then you hear the you hear Sticks, you know, voice in that right there. Iron Fist, hello, you know Danny. Sad? You know what's sad? It's gonna take you about a year to watch the Defenders <laughs> for all for all the love you're giving it. Right no, now. dude. When I found out that uh, that season, that the second season, wait, no, it took me a month to see it. Never mind. It took me a month to see the second, but it, it's a month though. It took me. It was faster, but that's because we were really hounding it on you, and we were like, "We got to make this video," and we were like, "We were very on you to see it." I, I watched the entire second season in one day. I mean, I don't. The thing is, with you, Kyle, I don't get you huh. how it takes you a long time. Like you've given me like ten shows, and I've gone through them like nothing. I've given you seven, and you've only seen two. Hi. <laughs> anyway, guys. Yes. You know what time it is. Wait, wait. Before we get into what's happening hot stuff. So, final thoughts on Game of Thrones? I believe we just did. It is a great show, but Arrested Development is better. Okay. If Game of Thrones wins uh, for best drama series, um, we will now have more of Kyle's favorite shows and movies to win at these shows that he hates. And I'm looking forward to that. You know what time it is. Hello, Red Spotters. Here is the news. Hello, guys. Welcome to What's Happening Hot Stuff. So many things have happened. First off, winter has come a little later than usual. Um, a little fishy finds new greatness in uh, the box office. And uh, and a certain dark night is reaching new grounds in Kyle. Uh, Telltale Games. Kyle. Yes? 
you sound as if we just stopped watching The Lion King. The audio commentary that we did last week. Coming soon to you guys. Anyway, so... Game of Thrones Season 7 has been pushed back, and it's going to get a summer debut instead of a spring debut next year. We are... Oh, they said why. No, no, I don't get... I, I thought it always premiered during the summer. When Okay, when uh, when is it going to premiere? It, June? It, it always premieres in April, but now it's going to be pushed back to June. Even this year? Even this, this year. premiered in April, or like this, the end of April, beginning of May. Like mid-April, somewhere around there. Okay. But now, but now, because it it always premiered in April, you know, regardless, kind of like The Walking Dead has always debuted in August, in uh, October, you know. So uh, the reason why is because the weather isn't the way that they they'd like it to, because it's supposed to be winter, you know, it's supposed to be literal winter. Um, you haven't heard of uh, green screens? They want it to be. They want it to be I real. Know, it's I a know. real thing, you know. We're not gonna George. I mean, look, just get George Lucas we're on. We're not gonna George Lucasify it. They don't want... Hey, George Lucas is a genius. Anyway, so it's being... <laughs> so it's getting pushed back to a summer debut, which, you know, I don't mind. I don't, don't, mind, I don't mind that as long as we're getting a great, great fucking season. I don't give a shit. We are. Which we are. Um, <laughs> uh, so Game of Thrones Season 7 is getting pushed back to June. Now let's talk about a little fishy that was in the sea. Dory has become the highest domestic animated opening. As somebody here predicted. Anyway, going on. So Finding Dory. Okay. So Finding Dory has made five four hundred and fifty-two over five hundred and fifty-two billion dollars. Right, right. And uh, the per and the animated movie that it previous that it uh, that it beat that it previously held the record was Shrek. Two, right, Shrek Two, and, and which it, got four hundred and forty-one billion dollars. Just to add to your stats, uh, Toy Story Three was Pixar's previously high-grossing film. Now that honor belongs to Finding Dory, and it's also the highest-grossing animated film, as well as the top domestic-grossing film of two thousand and sixteen. As somebody here correctly um, called, I shouldn't have put being Finding number Dory one three on weeks the, in a row. I don't know why. I don't know. It's gonna happen, Kyle. And I will say, box office numbers. Anyway, so Batman can't say anything because you haven't seen. So guys, Batman is gonna get a new. Batman is gonna get a new video game, and it deserves to be number one. Like some people who would put it in the column of Secret Life of Pets and say it's It's unforgettable. So guys, what do you? So Peter. So Peter. You know what? Fuck you. You haven't even seen the movie. You should go see the movie. So Peter, Alexis, what do you think of uh, of the new Telltale uh, uh, games? Game? Yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, I'm being Something serious. beyond your comprehension, good sir. Anyway, so where did that come from? Uh, so Batman is yes. getting a new Telltale game. Yes. What? What do you think of it? I okay. <laughs> okay, just okay. That's, yeah. You don't play them. The the only Telltale game I'd ever like really play is the the walking dead mm-hmm. and the, the original got like all kinds of game of the years and stuff like that like they really touted that one and i got the first episode because it was free on my parents ipad but 
it's in French, their iPad, and I don't know how to fix it. What the heck? Yeah, I know. It's terrible. And I, I really don't know what I did. And I can't, I can't buy, like, the rest of the episodes. That's so weird, Peter. It kind of reminds me of a certain uh, home system that refuses to recognize. Anyway, guys, this was... Uh, HDMI cable was an... This was Red Spotlight Entertainment, number 28. A podcast of ice and fire, guys. That was a great show, even though that I probably sounded stoned most of the time. But who gives a fuck? Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Anyway... With me, I have Alexis, who is laughing his ass off. Oh I have Peter Martinez, who's playing, who's playing with the slinky. <laughs> and Alexis, the other Alexis, is also oh laughing her ass off. So without further ado, I'm Kyle Lira. See you guys later. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, bye. Play it according clean and noble, according to the the rules that you've been taught. Um, you do that, you could very well lose your life, and you could lose the lives of people that you love, and your you know your family or your children, because the other people that you're playing with are not playing by the same rules. So then, do you compromise your your uh, your principles and get down and dirty with them, and and play it in the in the rough and mean way that uh, you think might be necessary to win well then maybe you survive a little longer but what have you become in the end I mean these are these are issues that I think are very much worth talking about not only in fiction but of course we we see this reflected all around us in the real world the constant struggle of uh, of ideals versus real politics but I wish that I had Watching your vicious bastard die gave me more relief now, than a thousand. You're going to die tomorrow, I wish I was the monster you think I am. Sleep club. I 
wish I had enough poison for the whole pack of you. I would gladly give my life to watch you all. Winter is coming. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. You, you stay tuned throughout this entire thing, right? Right? Well, if you like this, well, go listen to the audio version. Listen to the audio version of all, well, almost all, the good ones. I put all the good episodes of Red Spotlight Entertainment on iTunes, fresh for your, for your ears if you don't like uh, – if you don't like watching a, a, a beautiful Photoshop thumbnail that but I've created. But if you created, like videos, check out the like, BNC if you like on vi- YouTube. If you like videos, videos check out of everything Red Spotlight talks about. If, if you, if you like uh, if Ghostbusters review, if you like Cage, huge Iron Fist. If you like videos, go Comic-Con, check out Alexis Moreno's channel. Movie uh, reviews. Uh, more nonsense. Star Wars Project. You um, there? Um, anyway, so guys. Check out the audio, uh, the audio podcast. Right, direct. Uh, we'll put the the links below uh, on the YouTube. But if you're already on iTunes, that's freaking great. And thank you for Isn't listening. Isn't that special, guys? And thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for it. yes. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 we're hanging up now. Uh, bye.